You are what you choose to see. Hi, thanks for listening. Hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology, motivation, people skills, and other areas in which we can develop who we are for ourselves and for the people around us. This episode is about our inner makeup, the way we were formed and shaped by our parents, by our peers, and by the wider social environment. And why this is important is, when we were very young, people imparted on us their views of the world, their views of social relationships, their views of success. And we took these things over without giving it a thought because we were not mature enough to do so. However, we can do that now as we mature, as we think about things that matter to us, that are important. And now we can start changing those old ideas and beliefs and making them more useful, as relevant today. Maybe you can think of a habit or an idea or belief that your parents had, that maybe your mother had or your father had, that rubbed onto you. For example, many of us were taught to beat ourselves up about our perceived failures or inadequacies. Our parents did that for us. They thought they were teaching us to do better by being critical by being unpleasant. We took these ideas and we taught ourselves that this is the way things are, this is the way we should behave. And of course we know now that this is not the case, but we will still continue acting like it is. We will continue acting like this is still relevant. So we need to continuously make new connections more positive connections. We need to create incentives for us to do more and to do better, not just to do less. Criticism does not work very well. It makes us more passive instead of actually doing better. Many of us were beaten into submission, into doing less for fear of doing the wrong thing. Psychologists call this learned helplessness. If you have a dog and you beat it every time it does something you don't want it to do, this is what will happen to it. It'll become more and more passive, more desperate, and less motivated to do anything at all. We do the same thing to humans, we do it to our children, to our friends, our family, but for some reason we do not see this happening. We think we're doing a good thing when we are doing the worst. So that some people actually live in such a way that 
before they even try to do something, before they even act, they will see the negative that will result and they beat themselves up about it. You know that imagery is very important, it's very powerful, because that's how we think. And whenever you do something, especially if it's big or unusual, but even if it's not, you have an image in front of your eyes of what will happen as a result. If your parents didn't do a really good job, and you can't blame them for that, it's just something that you have to work with, if your parents were not very good educators, they may have formed connections between doing something, being active, being responsible, and pain, or painful situations, painful imagery. And if this is what happened to you, you definitely can use some reframing. A simple way to do just that would be to create images that you want as related to the actions that you take. For example, if there is something that you think of as big or challenging that you need to do, and this could be a task at work, it could be meeting somebody for the first time, or anything else in between, create the image in your mind of the best possible result. For example, if you're worried about meeting a person, see yourself and the other person having the best possible relationship. See the result that you want to have. And by feeling it, by seeing it and feeling it, you will be drawn to creating the result. If you feel apprehensive or worried, afraid, then you will act in ways that will lead you to that result. That's why thinking and recreating the mental scenarios is so important. So do this before important events or almost any events. Now, it is very useful to do something like that after the fact as well. So that, for example, if you suffer from social phobias or fears, you may have the mental program in your mind that after the fact, after meeting people, you may have an image that is negative or unpleasant. And the purpose of this image is to try to protect yourself. This is your mind trying to protect you from something it perceives as unpleasant, painful or dangerous. And if you change the script by providing better imagery, you can change the next outcomes by changing your attitude to it. So that Whenever you achieve something, whenever you do something that's out of the ordinary, whenever you do something especially that's outside of your comfort zone, if you tend to think in negativistic terms, what can be very useful is to focus on the 
highlights of that interaction. Focus on the best parts. Focus on the most pleasant parts. Focus on the successes. And keep those in your mind. Enjoy them. Savor them. Well after the event is gone. Stick with it. Enjoy it. If you know you have a bias towards the negative in your perception of what's happening, these two simple exercises change the direction that you take and make you much more positive, much more daring, much more successful as a result. You are the sum total of your thoughts. Your thoughts create pictures which lead to your actions. Your actions create habits. Your habits create who you are. Who you are, in turn, determines what you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. If you think you got some value out of this episode, or you know someone you think might benefit from this podcast, tell your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or insights, write me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Keep doing your part to enrich your life, and through your actions, leave the world better than you found it.